episode after show. <laughs> As you can tell, we've had a few years in us, and uh, we're very upset about that. Uh, those judges, I don't understand what those judges thought. Uh, I had it for either a close Lopez win or a draw, or maybe Lomachik even stuck it out. But 119-111 is ridiculous in my mind. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, boys, I want to say thank you for joining me again. And thanks to everyone for joining us for this show. And thanks for following us on Facebook, Instagram, and all the stuff in the pre-show. You can check that out on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash Live For all your brews and boxing news, we have it every week. Gentlemen, what did we just watch there? That was, uh, we watched Lomachenko sleep for six rounds and then come alive for six rounds and uh, the the rebirth of Adelaide Bird back there, I guess. <laughs> what do you guys think? Judge was uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can agree. Uh, Lope, or, uh, Lomachenko started off slow, um, but he normally does that, usually within four rounds, um, not as long as he went this time. Um, but... I, this the scorecards are I, this 119 109 I don't know what uh Julie Letterman was uh was watching um even the 117 um I, I could see a, a a draw 115 113 or yeah, I can make a case for 116 112 but two of those judges I don't I don't know man Teddy Atlas were they texting they texting during this championship fight you're going to have to let me know on that one but um yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very disappointed in the in the cards. Filthy Rich, what did you think? Yeah, I kind of agree. I think uh, I had it a draw. If anything, I could see Lopez winning. He was the busier fighter, especially the first half of that fight. Uh, even the second half, uh, I thought Loma won the rounds, but they were close rounds. So I could kind of see Loma maybe, or I'm sorry, uh, Lopez maybe taking a round here or there. I didn't really see it that way. Uh, but Lomachenko was not busy enough for that first half. I don't know if he deserved any of those first six rounds. Andre Ward had him winning the second round, and Andre Ward scored at 114 apiece, kind of what I had it, how I had it. Yeah, I had it the same. Uh, the download took a little too long. It looked like he was on dial-up, apparently, tonight. Uh, that uh, It took about five, six rounds for him to wake up and get the download complete. But when Loma got the download complete, he, he landed good combinations. He did scare Lopez. Into a, he kept backing him up, especially in the later rounds. I think the eighth and ninth round, he really stuck him a few times, really hurt him. Lopez had some damage over his, uh, was his left eye, uh, started early, uh, started to swell up pretty good. He had a cut in the 12th, obviously, from a headbutt. But um, I also felt like the referee kept stepping in a little too early. What do you guys think about how it was refereed? Uh, Filthy Rich, start with you. I thought the ref did a fine job. I mean, there's he didn't get in the way. He kind of stayed in his role. Uh, did he step in too early at times? Maybe. But uh, this is not on the ref, I think, uh Loma must have just been afraid, but he was he was ready for power, and he played def too defensively. And again, uh, Lopez was a busier fighter. The referee had little to, or nothing to do with any of it. Is that how you saw it too, there, Judge? Uh, I mean, I think the uh, I think the ref did 
Good and adequate job. Uh, there was a couple of times where I, came, I thought he came in and stopped uh, or broke stuff up uh, when it wasn't needed. Um, but uh, I mean, Loma just – this is on Loma, man. He, he When you see the back half of that fight, you see that he was – he was going to be the dominant fighter and he just, he didn't turn it on soon enough. Um, then I don't know why. Um, it's, it's disappointing. Uh, I definitely, I had it more of a 115, 113, or maybe a draw, um, in my eyes, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, this is going to be interesting because Loma did not request a rematch after the fight, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, because it's not like he's going to move up and wait. So I don't know. I kind of, I worry for my man Loma, I guess. Yeah. I don't know exactly where he goes from here. It started out like a typical Loma Chico fight where he, uh, started out slow filling his opponent out. But, uh, as they said, you know, he threw like, he only landed two punches in one round and three punches in another and seven punches in another. He started way too late. I don't know. Was it if he was fearing power or what, but he, uh, he just got going way too late. And then when he actually got the game plan going, you could tell Lopez was stunned. Lopez was on his back feet, you know, uh, uh, stumbling backwards a few times. And Lopez looked really tired in the 10th on that round. Got to give Lopez credit, though. He really turned on the 12th. Uh, I think he won that last round. Maybe that helped. Uh, I would say it would help with the judges, but with the judges' numbers, apparently they already had in the bag at that point. But uh, uh, I felt like uh, Loma's strategy was to wait him out. I think he he did, he did tire him one. You guys agree that Lopez looked really tired in rounds 9, 10, and 11? Yep. Yes, I do. I, I, I think he took his foot off the gas. I think he was trying to save himself for that 12th round. And I think uh, Lopez knew that he just needed one more round to win. And he waited for the 12th to do what he could. And I think it was probably just enough uh for a victory. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think this was a robbery. I think the scorecards were a little bit shaky. I think uh, Loma did not win this fight. I think the best we could see is a draw, but um, Teo did his thing. Loma, I don't know if he can go 12 anymore. This might be uh, the back end of his career here, uh, but yeah, we'll see what the future holds. Yeah, it's very interesting to see. Uh, those of you, uh, I know you guys follow us, and I thank you for following us. We will talk about the undercards uh, later this week on our show on Bruising Boxing coming up this next Friday. We will talk about the undercard fights, and we'll go more in depth into this fight, too, once we've had a chance to process it a little more. As I said, this is more just us right after the fight, a um, few, five, six, seven beers in, watching this. And uh, all Loma fans here, disappointed in seeing an end of an era, too. It kind of felt like it almost felt like watching Golovkin's last few fights where it just felt like he's not the same guy he was. Loma did not look like the same guy that we knew. Uh, would you guys agree with that? Judge, we'll start with you. You're the big Loma, biggest Loma fan I know. I, I think he had uh, I think he's just I, I think Loma's still Loma. Uh, I don't I think he just messed up his game plan. I, I don't think he started soon enough. Uh, I, I steadfast, if he would have started in the fourth came out in the fourth strong like he did in the seventh, um, that this would have been a completely different scorecard. Well, maybe not, but uh, at least a different fight in my eyes to the to the fan. Um, I, I don't think Loma's done by any means, but I don't know where he goes from here. 
it, I don't know. It, it seemed like uh, kind of like the last Golovkin fight to me. That's just the way I look at it. What do you think, Phil? Um, I don't think Loma's career is over. I think Loma's still a top fighter. Uh, Lopez is just, uh, he's too big. He's a big dude. And this is what happens when you fight big names. It's like Mikey Garcia moving up to fight Errol Spence. You can't take anything away from Mikey, just like I wouldn't take anything away from Lomachenko right now. I don't think his career is over. I think he needs to stay in his weight class and fight his guys. I think if this was, if there was a rematch, I think uh, Loma knows what he got into. I think he can handle Lopez a second time. I think he got beat. Lopez, if they did a rematch, uh, he just got that late start. I think he was afraid of that power, that mythical power that uh, Lopez has. But uh, I don't think I, I don't think it's over for Lomachenko. I think he still has plenty of time left. I do need to mention that I think I said this on the show that if uh, Lomachenko loses, he does lose his number one spot, and I think Canelo is uh, pound for pound number one right now. Yeah, I think I heard you wrong there, Rich. You think you said Crawford was the number one pound for pound overall? Yeah, I agree with that. Can you mute him? <laughs> no, he's got the power of the day. Uh, not, I not am the He's got the power of the mute here today. But uh, uh, obviously, Bud Crawford is not number one since he's going to lose to Kel Brook here. Uh, sure. I'm done with uh, both we'll of you. We'll get into that in the show a little more. Uh, we're still talking Lomachenko Lopez here. Where does Lopez go from here? Do you think he fights Devin Haney next, or do you think he leaves the division totally and moves up? Judge? He moves up. He goes to 140. He's got all the belts. There's no reason to stay. He's already said he was going to go to 140. He goes to 140. He moves up and he starts fighting top and then goes to 147 and 154 is probably where he ends. That's what I see for, for Teofimo. He, I don't see any reason why he stays in the lightweight division anymore. Well, you don't think he wants to go after that email champion like he said on there? I'm pretty sure Haney is 140. What do you think, Rich? Because he did say, Lopez did say he's going to come for Haney's email championship is what he said. <laughs> I think he he does exactly what I tell everyone to do. You go chase the money. If the money is where uh, a Lomachenko rematch is, then you go for a Lomachenko rematch. You want to move on, then move on. I don't know if there's any clause in this fight, and we know how rematch clauses really don't mean anything. But uh, if the money is with the Lomachenko part two, take the take. I don't know. Maybe you don't want to take that Lomachenko part two because I think Loma beats him the second time, uh, but. I, I don't know what I do if I'm Lopez. I guess I do move up to 140 and uh, get a fight with Pro Pro Gray or like uh, I think it's Warrington, one of those guys. Uh, but I wouldn't want any more parts of Lomachenko. He still has something left. Do you think there's money in the Lomachenko rematch if they put that on pay per view after the slow start of this fight? Lomachenko, you know, he's probably not he's probably not a big buy, uh, but. You're not going to get more money fighting someone else at 140. All the money's with Lomachenko. Fight Loma, I mean, fight him again or something. It was a close fight. Uh, we already went through the scorecards being lopsided, but I thought it was a draw, but I thought Loma started late. I think he's learned his lesson. You can't wait till round seven to start showing what you got. But uh, props to Lopez. Sounds like I'm bashing Lopez, but I think Lopez won that fight. Again, I don't think Lomachenko won that fight, or it was a draw. But uh, as far as Lopez's future goes, uh, go where the money is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how to put this, but the money's at Lomachenko, and you're going to lose to Lomachenko. Then maybe you don't go where the money is, and you just go try to dominate another weight class. 
I'll tell you this, uh, mad respect for Lopez. He said what he was going to do when he came in, and he did it. He came in, well, he said he was going to knock him out, which he didn't do, but he did say he was going to come in and win this fight. He he instituted his dominance for the first six rounds. It felt like that Lomachenko didn't want any part of his power, you know, for the first part of it anyway. Uh, then he ran out of steam. But uh, I don't know, mad props uh, to Lopez, who a four-belt champion, and uh, you know, good luck to him in his future. And uh, good luck to Loma. I hope he makes a big comeback, too. Uh, Judge, you have anything else to think about that fight before we uh, close it up here? No, I just got to correct myself. Devin Haney is in the lightweight division. He's still 135. That was my mistake. So, yeah, uh, Lopez can go after that email title. Why not get the 18th belt in the lightweight division? Why not? Then he can move up. Does he move up to – let me – last question before I end it with you guys. Does this move – Tiafimo Lopez up to the BAB champion in the lightweight division in your guys' minds. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I got to get back to you on that one. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, uh, I don't know, but off the top of my head, I would I would go ahead and say yes. But if he's going to leave the division, uh, then no, I don't know. He's the king at 135 for the night. Uh, but we don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know what tomorrow brings, but I do know what this weekend brings, and that, this weekend brings a brand-new episode of Bruising Boxing. So make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, on all the uh, podcast channels. Which ones are those, James? you got, like, uh, Apple Podcasts. And- iTunes, or iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, your Amazon Smart Speaker, your Google Smart Speaker, Anywhere you get your favorite podcast, you'll be able to find Bruise and Boxing. Yeah, just just ask for it. It's there. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We've been posting stories on both of those today. Search Bruise and Boxing on Instagram. Search Bruise and Boxing on Twitter. Search Raider Live on Facebook. We'll probably have to change that to Bruise and Boxing eventually. because Basically, all we do now is Bruise and Boxing on there. So we may have to change it to that here. Filthy Rich, you got anything to close out with? Uh, got nothing. Get, get well, Ryan Hype. All right. Yeah. Good. Well, Ryan hype. Uh, he, uh, recently had COVID he has recovered. So, uh, he is part of the, uh, Raider live family here, the bruising boxing family. And we thank you for all the work that you do for us. And I, we thank all you fans out there for them listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, I know it sounds we're, we're tired, but we are several beers in. We started this at five o'clock. It feels like this was a long fight card. And uh, we're just uh, pretty tired and worn out. That was an emotionally draining fight to watch. But uh, a lot of fun under, undercard things to talk about. We'll talk about that about that this week. Bruce and Boxing, make sure you tune into that. Um, that'll release on Friday. And make sure you uh, subscribe to everything so you know the latest news. All right. For Judge Jimmy James and Filthy Rich, I'm Raider Live. And we are signing out.